Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, who is Jared Brandon? <laughs> you, you couldn't even do the thing that I you know I can't do asked it. me not to do. I can't just say Jared Brandon and not anything else. It's been too, you know, it's just. Man about know. town. That was awesome. <laughs> Man about town. Yeah, that's exactly what Jared is. Good uh, to see everybody. Yeah, a man about you know, town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. Uh, we love doing this podcast. Dog burn it. That's a, that's a mashup between that wow. burn it and dog on it. I wow. like it. That's yeah. heavy. Um, we're fortunate enough to, to be graced with Jared's or Jared's presence. Jared is in the house. In the, Jared is in, here. At the table. He's back for Thanksgivings. Yep. And uh, What's on the menu So by the time year? you hear this, it'll be past Thanksgivings. Deviled eggs. Deviled all eggs? All the eggs. All of them. Wow. And, and what's better yet, ladies and gentlemen... You hear us talk about them every episode at the end of the podcast, yeah. all the way from the penthouse suite. Yes. And the orange jacuzzis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not painted orange. It's orange water for effect. Yes. Or orange LEDs. Orange the LEDs. The water might be orange. Well, Anyways, we Steve haven't Keys is on the line. Hey! 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 Hold on, guys. Yes. Are you wearing your fez? I am looking at it on my amp right now. Yeah. It's difficult. It's <laughs> tricky to wear with headphones. Okay. Well, we we did that for about thirty seconds. We're like, yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> I remember to tape it to it next time. Yeah. When you listen to this, please make sure you wear your fez. That's yes. right. It, it Will does do. make it better. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have a great time because um, for those of you who don't know what about you know when we say, hey, it's Grand Pooh, maybe this is your first episode, maybe it's your second or fifteenth, and you and you've turned it off when Tony comes on. Um, and you don't know what this is. <laughs> you don't know what this is. Uh, we are supported by uh, our Patreon supporters, yeah. uh, who we dearly appreciate. And one, well, actually, the top level that we have, we have dubbed them Grand Poobahs. That's right. Uh, and uh, they're deserving of that. Um, and aside from uh, you know the, the penthouse suite that they get to uh, visit whenever they like and all of the amenities and the free orange Gatorade and the fezes. We want to have them on an episode. We want to talk to them because not only are they supporting us, they're largely very heavily invested in the actual guitar community. They are supporting the builders that we have on the show. They are supporting other people um, who are contributing to the guitar community um whether that is in views of demos or who knows what other kind of support but the doggone it they're doing it and we appreciate that yes we do right steve that's right good all right you just made your first two dollars um (laughs) so we're gonna find out all about what makes steve keys tick and uh you know regular guy on the street what's up in your guitar world kind of thing i don't know why that needed to sound like Paul Stanley probably sounds like that in a real person. He probably yeah, does. He a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have a great time. Uh, we need, I just have a, a s- one announcement right now. Time out, says Tony. He's giving me. Did we have Steve? Uh, an, 
introduce himself? Oh, I just kind of ran wild with that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I don't think we had Steve introduce himself. <laughs> yeah, he did. How rude of we me went, to introduce hey! I did it, but it was kind of like in the middle of you guys shouting. Hey! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's on the line right now? <laughs> Take two. Yeah. This is Grand Poopah Steve Keys. Hey! Yeah! Steve Keys! Hey! Oh, what a surprise. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, well, there you go, everybody. You've been formally introduced, and now you're best friends. All right. Got a quick announcement I want to share. All right. So this is uh, another fantastic message that we got, and this is from Jono, Jonathan. Uh, he says, the first time I saw a Rickenbacker in action. I tell you what, we've gotten so many comments and that was a great episode. Just, I was like, wow. I we suspected that. We're like, what do we know the least about? Of all the brands and everything. Well, Bang. some of us. Rickenbacker. If Rickenbacker is Rickenbacker, then what about Orville Redenbacher? Is it Redenbacker? No. I think Orville goes by Bacher. Yeah. But I think he's a CH, not a, not a CK. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was really important to bring up. It might be. It is. I'll, I'll cut that out. Where's the popcorn? Um, anyways, <laughs> so he says, hey, guys, I discovered your podcast when you had Dan uh, Petchik. Petchacek on the show. He's from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was and a minute I'm ago. I'm probably sure I butchered his name again. It was a minute ago. That was a minute ago. That was a great episode, too. Yeah, He's a fantastic guest. Yeah. Please go listen to that episode if you haven't already. I totally love the show. It's nice to hear you guys so enthusiastic and positive about bespoke guitars and pedals. Well, you know we are. Uh, loved the Rickenbacker show. I have always had a bit of a crush on them. I think kind of most people have, and it's weird because it's kind of at arm's length, and we discussed that. A lot of people like them, yeah. but not as many have them. Right. Long story, but I grew up without a television until I was 15 or 16 years old. <gasps> but he's I, he's living in Australia, so oh, that's when, yeah, they didn't, maybe that's when they got to Australia. I don't know. They have, uh, they have dingoes He there. says, I'm 48 now. <laughs> the dingo <laughs> ate your telly. <laughs> I'm 48 now, so I did not see a lot of shows. Other people did, but instead, I filled my life with music. Cool. Once I had moved out and had my own TV, there was a show on in Australia, where I grew up, on a Saturday morning that I watched religiously called Recovery that had lots of live bands on it. Oh, that's This was cool. the mid-'90s, so lots of alternative stuff. I was heavily into grunge and industrial metal at the time. Um, I'm a bit more chill these days. But anyways, I remember on Saturday morning seeing uh, seeing Mark of Cain, who were quite uh, loud and aggressive. And they had these strange guitars that I later learned were Rickenbackers. I loved the sound these guys managed to get uh, very hard and heavy. Anyhow, all this to say Ricks can rock with the best of them. Love the show and get excited every time a new episode drops. Also love hearing the four on the floors and the would you rathers. Well, thank you, John. Well, we do too. And we're glad that you are liking them as much as we do. Uh, P.S. I'm not into this band these days. <laughs> Just wants to clarify. Okay, clear the air. Yeah. Um, they are way too angry, LOL, but uh, brought up some fond memories from my youth. Uh, he says, P.P.S. Todd's voice reminds me of Skipper from the Penguins of Madagascar. 
<laughs> he looks like Skipper I, from the Penguins of Madagascar. That is such a great show. Uh, <laughs> Skipper! <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, once again, thanks for the reply. All right. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So thanks, Jono, for sending that. Um, that was... Uh, I went and watched... He sent a clip, and I watched the clip. Oh, and cool. they were all playing Rickenbackers. Like, so really? it was like a full band, which was kind of... It was like the... The Beatles meets Helmet. Mm. But so put that and wrap your head around that one. I'm trying to. It's, yeah, it's, it's not wrapping. Yeah. Well, anyhow, so there's that. And uh, we're grateful for all the comments and cool things that people send us. It's fun. Happy fun times. Excellent. All right. Let's find out what's going on in music worlds this week. We're going to check in with, uh, let's see, Tone Sickle. Tone Sickle. Tone Sickle. I like and that. Uh, that was a pick, pick up from one of the last episodes, you know? Was Tone Sickle on the last one? It, it was with Vader in, I believe. Okay. So I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we're going to find out what he's what's going on in his music world this week. Then we're going to check in with our pal Steve Keys, who... Um, wait, Steve, are you there? I'm still here. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> hey, wait a minute! Did we? Did we? Did, did Steve? Guy? Did Steve introduce himself? Hey, go ahead and introduce yourself, Steve. <laughs> what the hell have you I guys been doing since I've been gone? <laughs> no, but you guys just keep going. Okay, we'll keep going. <laughs> Steve Keys, everybody. Um, then we're gonna check in with Jared. 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 Okay, Tony, take it. Well, you know Todd. Yes. I do very well. <laughs> I, he's he's an interesting cat. Reminds good. me of a penguin. Um, anyhow, <laughs> you got a book. I got a book. Yeah, I got a new book from um, very exciting Lisa S. Johnson called Immortal Axes Guitars That Rock. Yes, that's a big book. It's man. a big book. Now, you, you might big, remember, gosh, maybe a year, maybe longer ago, I was talking about one of other Lisa's other books called. Uh, 108 rock star guitars. And uh, the one thing that is really, I mean, the photography in these books are second to none. I mean, and it's not your typical, let's put this guitar up on the wall, shoot the body, shoot the neck, shoot the headstock. I mean, there she, she finds a way to make, just to pick out the details. Well, that's kind of what the whole genesis of the projects are that she does. Exactly. Show me the hidden details, the stories within yeah. the guitar. Yeah. This is 388 pages. And it's and it's a beautiful book. It's what, about a 12 by 12 book, maybe about bigger? 12 pounds. And about 12 pounds. You could beat somebody with it. So, um, very cool book. Um, the, coincidentally, we are going to have... Vinny. Is that Vinny? Yeah, maybe. How, what the? Anyway, How about sorry, that? Go ahead. So uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have Lisa on our podcast to talk a little bit about this new book as well as uh, yeah, probably 108 uh, Rockstar in Guitars. In 2022. In 2022, next year. Which is year. not far off. Guys, it's only a couple of weeks away. That's hard to believe. I'm, I'm, it's crazy. I, I'm, I, yeah, I can't wrap my head around this stuff. Mm. But anyhow, cool book. Um, it's a little bit pricey, but not out of the reach. And I, I can honestly say that the one good thing that came out of the whole pandemic thing is there seemed to be, especially this year, a ton of books that have been released. After, this one's wicked cool. After what I would say is kind of a drought mm -hmm. of books. And I love, I love guitar books. 
Um, and so this was just perfect. But I, I'd say it's definitely worth. It's a, it's a perfect coffee table book if you love guitars. Um, like I said, the photography is fantastic. There's stories about each guitar that's in there. My only critique is some of the choices uh, on the guitars wouldn't be my choices based on the player that is featured. Mm. Um, and I think we'll ask Lisa about that when, when she's on. But maybe it was just a simple matter of some things not being available. I, it can also be, I, you know, I think this is one of the tricky things with, you know, quote-unquote coffee table books, um, which, are you know, are largely pictorial and just for people to drool over, is that if you're going to see the same guitar every time in every book, then right. who cares? right. So it could be that, like, I don't know the story behind it, but I'm sus- I, I suspect that a lot of these might have some some story like that was given to him by somebody. It was, it was the first and, guitar, and that's, that's, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to dig in a little bit deeper. Maybe I can answer my. Did own you question. have a favorite guitar so far in there? Um, <laughs> I would say the one that 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 struck me as odd was uh, Malcolm Young's uh, White Falcon. Oh, and I've only seen him play. You know, he usually had the uh, uh, Firebird Jet Firebird uh, that was all stripped down, missing pickups and that thing. But I, after looking in here and looking online, I did see a couple of photos of him playing a big old double cut. Uh, must have um, been as big as he was. Uh, it might have been a little bit larger. He's a little guy. Yeah, well, He's just a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real boy. But uh, but anyhow, uh, if you have a chance. Pick up a copy of the book. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm yeah. waiting for a coffee table book about guitars that you can fold out into a guitar. Mm. Or a coffee table. <laughs> or a coffee. That's already been done. A guitar-shaped coffee table. Oh. No. Been done. I think you're out of something. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, what's up in your music world, man? Well, I just got done putting my pedal board back together after... Oh, numerous times of taking it back apart. Mm. What now? And, what what prompts something like that? What prompts that endeavor? Oh, just I have an eclectic taste of uh, music, so it'll depend on what I'm feeling that day. Um, depends on I, I like overdrive pedals, so they come and go. Mm. Uh, um, is that is that uh, what is I guess maybe most plentiful in your pedal collection? I would say so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, but uh, I was able to get that in, and I also placed an order for a new amp. Um, what is it, pray tell? Well, it is the Supro Delta King 12. Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I haven't had a Supro amp. I haven't played one yet, but I'm looking forward to it. And um, not to get too far down the rabbit hole here, but I had a Boss GT1000 at, at a time. Ended up selling that for this amp. Um, too much programming, too many, uh, <laughs> too many, too many uh, rabbit holes to fall down into. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> well, Delta um, King is straight ahead. Yes, and that's kind of where I was going for yeah. the simplicity of it, and it. It's, that's got a headphone jack too. It does. It has cool. a headphone. Yeah, and I'm mostly playing at church, so I'm looking forward to trying that out there. Very nice. The, uh, in a previous episode, I guess it might have been around summertime, I actually got to gift shop for oh, a coworker. Oh, yeah, that's and, right. And that's what we, we did got try her. that one out, got didn't him. we? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it sounded great. Well, 
Awesome. Well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to hearing it and seeing how uh, seeing how well it performs on stage. And you know, just uh, going back to the pedal thing, um, you know, it changes so much. I try to rely mostly on the amp, and since I live in a townhome, I can't really turn it up too loud. So I'm hoping this will kind of give me that balance between that saturated tone and uh, volume levels at bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with the headphones, you don't have to worry about waking up the neighbors. This is true. Excellent. Yeah, it has a it has a uh, a nice broken up sound, and it doesn't uh, take forever to get there because it's a it's you know a little bit of a, a smaller watt amp, so it uh, uh, it's got a really good sort of native overdriven sound. And uh, it, between the uh, preamp or not preamp, uh, forgive me, I, uh, if I get the terms wrong, but it's got the master volume too, so I could turn on the. Uh, the input uh, volume, turn that up, and then turn the master volume down, and that will give me that. Exactly, exactly. And those are a steal for the price. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Right on, man. Well, good for you. Uh, Jared, how about yourself? So um, about a week ago, I was in Tennessee, and... and uh, well, I live there now. Yeah, I was in Tennessee. Well, yeah, so <laughs> I, was, I was there, uh, and my, I've got a Klon Centaur. And uh, <laughs> hang on a second. I left the uh, what? Wait, that was just was that a random piece or was that? No, no, no. I'm going to talk about. Oh, it. Okay, okay, I got it. Sorry. So, so yeah. I know. <laughs> so uh, I went to go plug in the my uh, guitar the that I'm going to tell you about in a second here, and I noticed I left the plugs in. Uh, no, like, oh, no dead battery. No battery. So I hopped on my bicycle and went down to the carryout, and I found these two batteries that are in this tiny little, you know, icky carryout. And I didn't even look at the expiration date. I just bought the batteries, and they were yellow mystery batteries. And I thought, oh, oh heck, these will be fine. No, no. I get them home, and uh, the expiration date is like 2018. Uh, those are probably not working. <laughs> and they're probably 10 years old. So and I'm like, oh, they're fine. So I plug one in, and I plug everything in, and it's like going, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to destroy this pedal. It's a $4,000 pedal. So I, I test the other one with my tongue. Oh, that's pretty strong. I'll test this one. Yeah. And it was like, and I was like, ah. so I unplugged <laughs> it. None of the, Those two batteries did not work. You're supposed to rub it on the sole of your foot and then test your, your tongue. Uh, no. No, you're not. So uh, I do not want to taste foot cheese. I'm good. So uh, I just went to the store and got a nice, trusty, quality Duracell, and it works perfect. Mm. I'm even afraid to plug it in. You know, I've got one of those uh, one-spot, what are they called, the, that we have? One-spot. Yeah, the one-spot. Yeah. And. I'm afraid to does plug it, it in. Does it have a jack on it? Or it does. It does. It's got a. I got a thing. I got a jack. So why wouldn't the, you just plug it? Because into I'm afraid the to. Button. I don't know. I'm oh. afraid. Because <laughs> it's absolutely sensitive to batteries, right? But, yeah, but not sensitive to a to a standard unwavering. You've got four. You've got a pedal that's worth four k. Are you Are you gonna? I'm, would you rather? I'm, would you rather just stick with the one battery you know? That's solid. I'd and plug it. I'd plug it into the power do supply. Do you risk it? Yeah. And if power it's a good supply. power supply, which you know, it's the, only nine volts. The one spots are are perfectly good. Okay, I'll try it. Try it. All right. And yeah. anyway, and I 
before I went to work for Gibson, um, the fellow that was uh, convincing me to come to work for Gibson, he promised he could get me a guitar at artist price. So I ordered a guitar. Oh, a little while later, I ordered this. I believe that's called dangling the carrot. Yeah, it worked. And, <laughs> and so I, I went ahead and did that. I he was going to add, and I'll give you 401k after sure. that, but you took that right out the gate so I, and ran with it. So <laughs> A made-to-measure uh, SG Custom, and I provided an ebony block. So it, uh, it's, What's an ebony block, It Jared? is the designed tailpiece that they put over the end of the maestro. Um, the, the original maestro that they replaced the sideways with they didn't have that long maestro tail, that big metal tail that went to the bottom of the guitar yet. They just had a short little vibrola, and it just looked ugly with the three screws and the jagged. So they Gibson made these nice, really nice fancy block wood with pearl inlay it's ebony, on each side. It? It's an ebony piece of design block. It's a fancy thing they put on the standards and the customs. And uh, I think they learned, like, uh-oh, these are really expensive to make, and they're a pain in the butt. Let's just get a, a metal piece that goes all the way down. That's where the long, gotcha. my, the Leary vibrato came in. So the oh. the ebony block are very, very rare. You can, you can find them on the Internet and look at them, but they're a very rare instrument. So I've got an original 62 that's an ebony block. I bought about, and Tony's got a picture of it in the book he was talking about. Mm -hmm. And they're... They're really beautiful. That the maestro is missing. It is definitely missing. But that's diff but it's still cool. It's got the ebony block. But so I provided the custom shop there my own ebony block, and they used it. My own original sixty-two gold uh, spring, and I believe the metal on the original springs is better than what you get now. That wouldn't surprise me. That, yeah, that is... So technically, is it a... Well, you haven't it, said what kind of guitar this is. Yeah, it's, an S, it's, it's a Les Paul SG. That's what I was going to say. It's a Les Paul... SG custom, whatever you want to call SG it. SG-shaped Les Paul. It is. It is. Uh, three pickups? Three pickups. Gold I hardware? I really, really like the way they configured that, too. Gold hardware? Gold hardware, what, aged gold. What color? Aged gold. Aged, so it's... it's, it's aged gold paint? Hardware, aged gold. Yeah, carbon. no, yeah, we got that. The Alpine white, so it they age the crap out of it. It's heavy aged. Looks so like it's, it's really been sitting old. in the sun forever. Forever, uh, it's glorious. It's pretty neato. I mean, yeah. it looks like it, it looks like a single guitar used by uh, a blues or, or a rock and roll guitar man for like sixty years. I mean, my boss, my boss's boss, actually, he 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 ordered it, and he's like, "Listen, I gotta go look at this thing before I give it to you, so I make sure it's right." And he texted me, "It looks glorious," and that just my heart stounded, started pounding. Yeah, you know, like ah, <laughs> oh, and then a week later, I got it. Well, and and that is that the famed Tom Murphy treatment? It is. Yeah, it's a Tom Murphy. He um he did a really great job on this one. Nice, that's sure. no, outstanding. It's, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, it looks. It looks the part. It's got like I'm, a little book of authenticity. I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, you meet you if you if you go there as an employee, you go in the shop. He's just like I saw him going to lunch one day. He just sits in the lunchroom with everybody else. Mm -hmm. He's just a nice uh, everyday guy that just has a ton of knowledge up in his noggin. Does the, a really great job. Does he eat aged cheese sandwiches? Only. 
Yeah, I don't know what to ask. Only HG. You're making me want to go there for lunch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, seriously, I'm privileged. Uh, I got that guitar. So no, it's a cool guitar. Really happy with you, it. you should be very happy. It's yeah. a little heavy for my taste in terms of the relicking, but I like it. I but it, it looks like, it, but it, yeah, it, it looks doesn't. Apart. It doesn't look like a guitar that's like, oh, you you aged it, in, like yeah. you didn't age it in all the wrong places or anything. No, it's definitely aged in the right spots and the finish checking. It's 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 really cool. The logic behind the heavy aging idea was because. The gold or the original gold spring was so rusty mm. and aged. I'm like, well, I can't make it lightly aged, and it just has a nasty gold rusty spring on it. Yeah. It has to, it was built around the original parts that I gave them. No, that's cool. So that's my thing for the week. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Todd? Well, I got to help out the owner of the company that I work for, checking out a new amp. He's uh, getting back into a band, and he was, wasn't really happy with his amp. And so, was, uh, so based on his kind of music, I was uh, like, kind of sitting there going, "Hmm, the Supro Black Magic would actually be the perfect amp for his style." He's like, "I just want something really simple. I just want to be able to plug in, and it works, and it sounds great, and." I can take it with me, and it sounds. I, I want something that sounds kind of a little bit warm, still has a little bit of edge to it. And I was like, I'm gonna bring you in my Supro and let you check it out. And his, he played, and then the band was just like, "Holy crap, that sounds amazing! You, this is you got to get this thing." So, oh yeah. So he's gonna be he's gonna be getting, and he's playing. A, he he bought one of Chase's guitars. Oh, that's really. He cool. bought the oh, nice. the, the, the greenish the sea green. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you like deep, deep blue green kind Me of thing. Me like that, that color. Is a gorgeous guitar. Yeah. Um, and he's got P90s going through that. So. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, so that was really fun. I love doing that, and you know, it's it was fun to see that he came back and was just like, holy mackerel. Oh, that's cool. I found my sound. That's all. That's cool. That's a good thing. Yes, indeed. Sure is. Surely is. Uh, Tony. Steve Keys. Hey, let me ask you a question. Sure. You just said that you put your uh, pedal board back together. I did. Did you use any kind of, how shall we say, cabling between the pedals that you have on your board? Well, if you refer to patch cables, then yes. Ah. I'm going re- to recommend. Now, this is just straight. I know that you just spent some time rearranging it, but it would be well worth your while to go to Tour Gear Designs and check out their patch cables. Mm-hmm. They're the best. They they literally will will buy you another pedal or two space on your board. Crepe. I know this. I know this from personal experience because I just got a couple of pedal boards that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm arranging things and trying to find the best way to put things where. And I've got a bunch of tour gear designs, and I'm actually going to be putting another order for tour gear design cables to. Because I want to move things around a little He's bit. He's got a yeah. lot of pedals, and and I you need and a little bucket of them to be able to like play. Yeah, in the oh bucket. yeah, this one works perfectly. Yeah. So they come in a you know variety of lengths, S shape, and they come in a couple of different shapes, including the patented X shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we just uh, no, they that's, don't. It's patented. There's right. no X shape. <laughs> There's an. It X might shape. be patented, but they don't. Make <laughs> what is this X shape you're talking about? Yeah, oh, you'll see. You'll gonna... see. No. Uh, and they're very flat. Yep. Jared, they, they, they have the little tiny 
crepe and it's literally like little a little teeny tiny little. It looks like a linguini. Yeah. And you can put them on the little mini pedals. Yeah. And it won't block anything else. No. Just everything fits. <laughs> so. And I almost forgot to say they're affordable too. So you can buy Extremely. a whole boatload of them yes, and not break the bank. We'll here give comes you a discount. Sodom, steamroll Tony here. Discount. You can go to tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash the guitar knobs or heck, just go to Tour Gear, get these dang patch cables in your basket, and then in the in the coupon code put the guitar knobs, all one word, You'll and save money. you're gonna save you're gonna save a nice little chunk of change there. That's Excellent. Right. Thank you so much, Tour Gear Designs, for sponsoring our four on the floor. Let me get a little bit of this. Welcome back, Jared. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Steve Keys, Grand Poobah. Give us your four on the floor. All right. Well, like everyone says, this was a very toughie uh, for me. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Boss TU-3S Tuner. Uh just put it on my board recently and love the fact that it's small, even though it doesn't have the foot switch, which I kind of had to get used to. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the one that's just the line. It's just a, uh, it's, it's sorry, I line in. Easy for me to say. You sound like me over <laughs> there. I think he said it's it always best on. when he it's said always on. no switch. <laughs> it's always on. Well, you know, it's, it's tiny. It's like half the size because it doesn't have the foot it's switch. It's like a pocket on. watch on there. Yeah, it's like that. a pocket watch. Yeah. Right. And it took a little bit to get used to because I do like silent tuning. Uh, so I had to put, plug in my uh, volume pedal. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Now remember to turn it down. So, which reminds me, I need to clean that pot because it's kind of scratchy. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's number one. Number two is the radial Twin City ABI or ABY, excuse me, mm -hmm. due to having just messing with different amps. I like the ability to or the option to switch amps uh, and have that to use as a channel switcher if need be. So, yeah, that's a, that's a that. cool pedal. Do you have the do you have the radial? It's I, a good. Yeah, I, I have the ABY, um, but I run it at the end. Of the uh, of the chain, so that it goes. So out you can to, split it out to different amps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are well, you interesting? Are, so, are, so, are so you, you using... do yours before the the effects? No, I do. Uh, I I split them up. Um, okay, so you're running that at the end. Yes. Yeah, so it's a okay. wet dry kind of yes. deal. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Number three is the Lawrence Petros Design pedals LPD pedals 87 Deluxe. Oh, uh, this okay. Is, yeah, the, he's he's been an up and comer for a while. I think he's finally getting his name out there uh was so much more into marshall in the box type uh, overdrives and this one is his two pedals in one uh modified marshall so you get i'm not sure what the uh the uh the red channel is modified for uh i have to go to his website to find out but uh it just pushes you over the edge just slightly and then i have the uh the red channel to give the uh nice screaming leads um, mm -hmm. that I need whenever I need them. I don't do them too very, uh, too often. Like, like you Todd, I'm more of a rhythm player. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the red is for the red Tolex. So the, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big eye roll from Tony there. Yeah. I switch over to the red Tolex, Marshall. That's cool. Nice. It's cool. You got, you got the green Tolex and the red Tolex. Yeah. It's Christmas. I love it. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Number four, the Eventide H9. I know this has been uh, on a few times, yeah. but it's it's such a great pedal, and it's, you know, um, 
honorable mentions uh, would be the, uh, which actually from listening to you guys, I have the uh, Native Audio Wilderness Delay. Mikey! Uh, to cover just a little bit extra delay uh, from what the H9 can't give me. And uh, also the My champion. Trump bringing it in. Bringing it hot. Oh, he's got such awesome talent, that guy. He really I love does. that pedal. Yeah. No, um, without a doubt. All of his pedals are, I mean, they're they're a little bit more on the complicated side, but they're, they, they do sound he wonderful. He packs a lot into a very Absolutely. small space. Absolutely. Yeah. We miss Mikey. Yeah. He does, yeah. And I, I even went as far as putting a uh, boss switcher on there to use the ex, uh, expression pedal. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. So again, my tap delay. That's cool. Yeah, he's amazing. Well, that's a uh, pretty solid uh, four on the floor there, Buster. Thank you for sharing that. Ladies and gentlemen, we are learning about learning more about our friend Steve Keys, uh, supporter, Grand Poobah, guitar guy. What else are you in your life? Your dad. Aircraft mechanic. You're an aircraft mechanic. What kind of aircraft? Uh, mostly small, small planes. <laughs> not, huh? not, not blimps? <laughs> <laughs> not blimps. No, not blimps. <laughs> balloons. That's uh, the biggest No, no hot air balloons world. either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just small uh, GA. Like, uh, private jets and stuff? Pri- yeah, private planes. Oh, okay. Uh, very cool. Well, who would have known we'd be talking to an aircraft mechanic? Um, did you get that uh, talent from, or were you in the military at some point in time? Almost. I was just about to go into the Navy, and then I met my wife. Oh, hmm. gotcha. <laughs> she was an admiral. She got you out of it. Nah. That- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Thank you, man. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so that's a, okay, let, let's figure that. So you were you just deciding, like, you know what, I want to be an aircraft mechanic. How'd you do that? started off as uh, working in motorcycles, and I was all prepped to go to motorcycle mechanic school. And mm-hmm. my, my dad was just driving uh, down Clearwater in Florida, and he saw National Aviation Academy. I was like, and he mm. uh, told me to, to go check them out. Wow. And so, yeah. That's cool. So you like getting in there and fixing things and tinkering, and you're good with your hands, and you understand how things work. I do. Wow, that's very cool. Do you prefer two-blade propellers or three-blade propellers? Ooh, or four. Oh, the more the merrier, the quiet they are, the uh, more quieter they are. Yeah, I did oh. not know that. Huh, who knew? Yeah. I didn't. Now we do. Thanks for enlightening <laughs> us, man. Okay, so does that extend over into any of the things that you're involved in in, in your own personal guitar world? It does. Um, actually, kind of go back before then, I was... Uh, Long story short, I first got interested in uh, skateboarding before I got into music. Rad. And you prefer uh, two wheels or four? Four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tubular. So dumb. It was oh, right, it was right there. I have- um, but it kind of went into parallel with uh, my mom grew up playing guitar and um, just pretty much grew up the, the childhood listening to the Beatles and Woodstock, any kind of music that she was into, I was listening to. and. Mm-hmm. Um, she grew up uh, playing acoustic, and I naturally I kind of tailed along with her on that. So, um, when did you start playing guitar? Uh, I'd say around maybe. You can just do age. Know. You don't have to give away your your actual age if you don't want to. Okay. Uh, ten or twelve. Nice. That's a good. That's a great age to start. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah, it's, well, I'm hoping my son will get there. He's nine right now, and he's he's still got a couple years. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, I've gone through the whole like 
oh, I wish my kids would play guitar. I wish my kids would play guitar. And um, <laughs> they all chose all the different instruments. And and I'm like, guys, you you can play circles around me on your actual instruments. Just play a couple cowboy chords with me, I'm telling please. you, one of them will pick it up. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. They all have played stringed instruments, you know, violins, violas, stand-up basses. Well, so and did I. Yeah. I played a trombone and the violin. Yeah. Stuck with oh, nice. At the same time? Yes. Uh, Could have, yeah. <laughs> Multi-talented. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'd pay to yeah. see that. <laughs> well, you you know, yeah, just tie, just tie the bow onto the end of the trombone. Well, no, I, you get a pulley for your foot, like a wah pedal, and that yeah. controls the slide on the trombone. And you could play the violin while you blow Actually, on the if trombone. You, got a wah, you don't need the trombone slide because that's what it was meant to mimic. That is true. Hey, little history lesson from wow. Tony. Anyway, back to Steve, Clyde McCoy. Yeah, Black, look it up. Back, back, back to Steve here. Uh, okay, so you're you're into your uh, acoustic guitar, and mm-hmm. and then at some point you're like, I like when uh, things get plugged in. To walk us through that. So uh, I was actually in band too, and I played trombone. So go go there, Jared. <laughs> My um, man. All right. And that's uh, that's kind of when I got in, interested into bass guitar mm-hmm. and started playing plugging in with that. Um, that's a smart move because there are always 300 guitar players. To one bass player. Yep. yep. Smart move. And I had two less strings to learn, too, so it was, yeah. I was already in that there genre. You, there you go. I don't remember what my first bass was. It was kind of an off-brand, all-natural uh, poplar. Who knows what the what the name was? Something my parents got me for Christmas. Pushed on with that until I got interested into electric guitar. Bought, uh, bought a Squire Affinity from a friend of mine for 100 bucks and... A distortion pedal. I can't remember the life of me what the uh, what the model of it was, but uh, around that time I was getting into punk rock, so it was. Uh, it made that noise. Metal yeah. zone. It made that noise. <laughs> what was the? Uh, do, you, do you recall the first kind of uh, band that maybe tickled your toenails there with the electric? Oh, it was Authority Zero. Oh wow, uh, that's yeah. that's deep cut there. Yeah, I just fell in love with their uh, their music, and that's what really kind of pushed me into getting more into learning guitar, uh, electric electric guitar, and effects and whatnot. Authority Zero, bang, you get a Squire, and uh, and then what happens? Well, uh, just kind of went through, grew up a little bit, tried to learn as much as I could, and continued well, continued skating until I had my first accident that was. Breaking my wrist and going on hiatus uh, from everything for a while. Mm. And pretty much after the third break, uh, the third break, I was married. All three breaks, third I was break. married. Third break? What? Yeah. Were you, um, you were bad at skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> or I was really good. <laughs> he was pushing the envelope, man. Yeah. <laughs> And my wife said, nay, that is enough. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I mean, Evil to- Knievel was a great daredevil, but it was a terrible get this motorcycle rider. <laughs> but he broke 90-some 90 per- 90 percent of bones in his like body. Like I said, that, yeah. That's what I... <laughs> uh, I had to give up, hang up my board, and uh, I needed another artistic outlet, so to speak. So that's when I got really hot and heavy into guitars and guitar gear. And ultimately talking about guitar stuff 
uh, with a friend because I can't talk to my wife about it because she doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> a little PSA my, for my you. My mind's the same way. <laughs> my wife doesn't want to hear about it. That's there, There's a big jump between there and, dare I say, becoming a grand poobah, supporting the community in, in a variety of different ways, exploring new sounds, getting new amps and everything. I think it develops in different ways for for everyone, but I'd love to hear it how that worked out for you. So it started when I couldn't actually have a friend to talk to about it or anybody to talk to about it. Um, we ended up moving up to Oregon and I didn't have anybody to talk to or, or, or relate with uh, musically or gear wise. And so that's when I came acro uh, across you guys' show. I've uh, looking at a lot of YouTube videos like Phil, Phil McKnight or JHS or uh, so on and so forth. And I, Honestly, cannot remember who or how I found you guys' show, but are you sure it wasn't when you when you burnt your toast and the, and our logo was on the toast and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's toast. a sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I think I was just uh, looking at new new avenues to take instead of watching videos. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on Spotify and there's a guitar knobs po uh, popped right up. And I was like, huh, nice. That yeah, looks interesting. Yeah. Thanks Spotify. Yeah, for sure. I think this is what you're bringing up is really interesting because, um, to your point, you know, like not, I'm mean, not, you know, taking, uh, digs at your wife or anything like that. But I, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people, uh, you know, whether maybe they don't have anybody around, you know, isolation is a tough thing that people deal with these days. Um, the world has gotten very, 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 very small. And um, uh, it's actually, I guess it would be very big. It's not very small. It's very big. That's what I mean. Anyway, by small, I you mean, meant big. By, by small, I meant big. In, in so much as that we have everything, everybody's connected. And, it, and that also puts us in our own very small world of our own. That's what I was trying to get to. Um, and. I, you know, there's lots of things that come up all the time where people are talking about, uh, just even in the guitar community, even people are being very vocal about, you know, mental health and sort of coping with things and, and not really knowing who to talk to and just expressing themselves in different ways. Um, and when you have something, especially that you care a lot about and are passionate about, and you want to feel more of that and connect with others in different ways, it's it can be very difficult because whether we like it or not, some elements of the guitar community can be a little elitist sometimes. Um, on in other areas, it's extremely accepting. Uh, I think for the most part, it's very accepting. Um, but you know, anybody who's walked into a guitar store and someone says, "You want to try the guitar?" and you say, "No," you know, everybody I think has gone through that at one yeah, point in time. It's, I it's have. intimidating. At it, times. it can be, yeah. Um, God forbid you have to plug into an amplifier. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> Turn the heads and, you know, hear the Snickers. That's what That's happened right. to me. Uh, so <laughs> anyways, <Satisfies> me. <laughs> I think you just touched on something that I just wanted to pull out a little bit there because um, not everybody has a bunch of pals to sit around with and talk about guitars uh, that, that care. And when you are trying to talk to somebody about something you really care about and you can tell they don't, that can be very discouraging too. Yeah. So, well, PSA so that, for everybody. That there. led you to the, the guitar knobs. Yes. Your newest, it bestest did. buddies. <laughs> 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 
Well, I expect the uh, Christmas cards to show up in the mail. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's on. Uh, we haven't yeah. sent them out yet. But yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they'll be there. <laughs> I, I think. That's Todd, that's Todd's department. Yeah. So, anyways, I interrupted you. Please continue. Oh no, you're fine. Um, but no, you brought up a really good point that uh, the isolation part. It just it, it definitely brings on a depression and uh, just all those negative feelings. And I I fell into that and. Uh, coming across your show, it was giving me that opportunity to listen to you guys talk about it, enjoy the camaraderie between you, you three and the guests that you have. And just like it piqued my interest right away. Mm. And it was giving me that, uh, ability to learn about new gear and new artists or new guitar shapers and just Oh my gosh! And uh, open faucet of just so much wealth of uh, knowledge and and whatnot. So it was it was a turning point for me. Wow! Uh, in my gear, so or in my gear search, or in my musical world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're we're the same way. I mean, we learn more. I mean, I I'll speak for all of us, but myself personally, every guest that for we have on. Show. I, I learn <laughs> not from you, Todd. <laughs> but, but I mean, there's things I would have never even considered or you know heard about or and things like that. So it's it's I every time that we have somebody that that I'm not familiar with, I always do a little bit of research and you know, find oh yeah, that's kind of cool. So yeah, that's it. That's what keeps it exciting for me. Yeah. On that note. Uh, you just made me think about it. It's like one thing to sort of uh, third person be involved. Something that I've considered, I'm not saying I'm going to do it yet, uh, but something I've considered, honestly, because we've gotten a lot of great response from people who have been uh, like, oh, it was great hearing from the Poobahs because they're they're like, you know, they're like me. You know, they're not building. They're just enjoying playing guitar and stuff. I have been, I've... Considered the idea of doing like a Discord channel just really to let people talk to each other. I know Facebook and everything's out there, but I know people are kind of, you know, over that and mm. not you're just kind of done with that. But meta. Yeah. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. you know, just, just thinking about, uh, I was just thinking about that. I'll just toss that in the yeah. universe, see what happens. Or somebody else could start that and you guys can just do it on yourself there. <laughs> yeah. A little chat page. Yeah. I like it. Anyhow, please continue. Well, I think a Discord idea would be uh, pretty. I think that's a great idea. There you go. Be the man. Do you do it? Discord or Discord? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't have time. I can't do anymore. Family man, real job, yeah. guitar stuff, the anxiety. <laughs> I can't fit it all in. <laughs> I got to feed my cat for crying out loud. <laughs> so, when you started listening, what was the thing that maybe you? Um, was it guitars or pe- did pedals or amps? Did you gravitate into any particular thing that you started saying like, oh, oh my goodness, I love this stuff? Well, b- being a technician, I really gra- gravitated towards the <laughs> the 101s. <clears throat> Yay. Yay. I like them. And, we like them too. Well, and that's kind of where I got into a little side gig of working on guitars from my home. Awesome. Um, and helping out people around the community here in my church and whatnot, getting a few people and just working on their guitars. So that kind of sparked that interest. That's awesome. Nice. And uh, yeah, I haven't put it into a full-fledged business or anything yet, but 
Eh, who knows? It may come. And, and, and if it isn't, that doesn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, a full-fledged business is not the mark necessarily of success. If you're happy in what you're doing you keep it and fun. you're connecting and you're, keep, and you're having a good time, yeah, good I'd time. say that's pretty successful. Keep it fun. Oh, for Oh, for sure. I mean, going back into just the tech side of guitars and whatnot, I, I, I gravitated more towards that because it was more for, since I wasn't able to purchase a lot of gear, why not work on them and get to feel, uh, recognize different kind of guitars and kind of see where I can gravitate towards, mm-hmm. which you know, right now it's mo- mostly tellies and Les Pauls. And that's probably because those are, I mean, yeah. between tellies and strats and Les Pauls. That's probably seventy five percent of the market. Yeah. What do you What do you lean to uh, personally? Are you what, what kind of? Let's talk about your own gear. Uh, sure. Right now, I've been favoring my uh, Fender Tele more often than not. Um, but I also have a local. Uh, yeah, wait, 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 wait! You can't just say a Fender Tele. That's like you know seventy five years <laughs> of. You see, nice tie in there, like Todd. that. Well seventy five years. P.S. Go get the book. It's amazing. Uh, 75 Fender 75 Years by David Hunt. Sure. What color is it? That's the most important thing, right? Ooh, it is a. Uh, it's one of the Highway One Telecasters. I'm not sure of the color. It's a off white. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like a Olympic white, probably. Yeah. Can you see the wood grain? Is it like a white wash? It is a white wash. Oh, I believe yeah. they call it like a honey, honey white or something like that. It's, it's, it's like, a, it's like starts, a Mary Kay blonde or something like that. Is yeah, is just like but maybe a little more amber. Yep, that's cool. Anything, yeah. anything different about it, or is it totally stock? No, oh, no, it's totally stock. Cool. Dig it, Leo. Did Everybody it, right? needs a Telecaster dog on it. I yeah, or three. Or, or whatever. <laughs> Tony's like, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, so what else you got? What's going on? Tell us about, more about your gear. Yeah, so I've got a uh, local uh, boutique builder uh, guitar from Brady Goldman uh, at Goldman Guitars. Yeah. You, you know what? Goldman, he shared something out. Sorry, I'm going to break in real quick. He shared something out on Instagram. We know a lot of people out there are struggling with certain things, and he just... Uh, went out on a limb and shared some personal stuff. He's going through an extremely difficult situation right now, and he's got a GoFundMe. Go over and check out Goldman Guitars. It's all one word on Instagram. He's one of our brothers in the guitar community. Uh, if you can get, help him out, I, I know he certainly needs it right now. So big shout-out to uh, to Goldman, and um, hope he gets uh, better. Uh, check out that GoFundMe. So, anyways, it's good to support when we can, as much as we can. It all comes back around. So, please uh, continue with your Goldman guitar. Uh, tell us about that. Absolutely, any and all help would be much appreciated. He is a he just just terrific guy and a very talented builder. Um, in fact, when I got the guitar, I did have an issue where I might have put a string lock or a strap lock on it and cr- accidentally cracked the horn oh my and, <laughs> he was very quick to help me fix it and get it back and it doesn't even look like it ever had a, any kind of crack in there so um but yeah super cool dude very talented builder building guitars out of his garage yeah he's uh we were gonna ha- have him on the show uh he in kind of kept putting things out a little bit. I think he's trying to get, get a couple more guitars underneath him. 
and then uh, he was. clearly started to run into some issues. So, yeah, yeah, it's just one thing after another. <clears throat> but no, he's uh, uh, like I said, he's he's great, great guy, great builder. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've been uh, really loving, really loving that guitar. It's a li- the neck is a bit chunkier than I'm used to. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of like a vintage uh, Gibson neck where it's got the half base half baseball bat. Um, but it sits comfortably. I mean, it's a, uh, and it plays beautifully. I mean, it's just, he uses all woods, uh, from around the area, local woods. Uh, I can't remember which he used for it. I want to say it's got a cherry top. So, uh, definitely. Yeah. Cherry top ebony fretboard. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, maybe a maple. I'm not, uh, maybe a maple neck. I'm not hundred percent, but yeah, it's great playing guitar. Very cool. Oh, I'm glad that you got it from a local builder. That's really cool. Um, I, I think it's always just neat. It's one thing to get it from a boutique builder. It's another thing where you're like, wow, this person's in my actual area. Uh, it's like even yeah. more of a connection. That's really cool. Cool. Uh, what kind of amp? And you, you, you just mentioned you were getting a new amp. Um, what else are you playing through? Well, I have a Marshall DSL 401 uh, combo amp and a pv classic 50 with a 2x12 matching cabinet they're both the tweed um and that's it for my amps i did (laughs) i did have a boss gt 1000 but i got either too lazy or i lost interest in the whole programming side of it so i went back to more traditional pedals and amp yeah that works that works um, yeah. And uh, so you're still on pedal questing. You're getting all kinds of new stuff, I imagine. And you guys aren't helping out with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so many to choose from, uh, especially now. And I, I love that we, we keep getting new builders coming up. It's it's fantastic. And it's going to help uh, keep our show going. So <laughs> we need that, too. <laughs> well, man, this has been awesome. It's been great uh, hearing your backstory, Steve. Um it's you know it's people like you that help you know all the other builders and and uh, guitar builders and and amp builders and pedal builders uh continue to get excited when you know when you make a connection with them and uh keeps our community going so we really do appreciate it man absolutely and thank you for having me on here i've had a great great time chatting with you folk fellas (laughs) yeah and uh yeah, super huge fan of the uh, the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you know what's going to happen right about now. Exactly. And we're going to go. We're going to gonna find out what Tony has to say about life. Wrong. It's a new se- what? Would you <laughs> Wrong. I know it's my turn. Okay, go ahead, Jared. It's my turn. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's come to the time where I sing a little ditty. That's right. About this thing called. Would you rather... This Would You Rather is from Jonathan Jurzik. So a millionaire is walking down the street and sees your house. They knock on your door and they tell you they are buying your house. (laughs) So that's the I guess that's the way it's going to go. Does that really happen? In this story, it did. Wow. And everything in it with cash. Cash. And more than what is worth, and more, 
more than what it is worth so you can find a new house. So basically he's saying, hey, I'm going to give you this giant boatload of cash because I need this area. Hmm. You're going to go live somewhere else, and I'm making it worth your while. So while looking around, they noticed you're a musician. They give you one option to take either all of your guitars, all your amps, all your pedals. So out of those three I, you know, categories, what would you leave behind? All your guitars, all your pedals, or all your amps? Ooh. So it's a threefer. All your guitars, all your pedals, or all your amps. That's right. Mm, no combinations of those. Nope. It's wow. This is a mean millionaire. You can only take one of the three. But you're going to be compensated with a lot of money for the for the stuff that you can't. Yeah, take. and it makes it kind of easy. Okay. Hmm. Well, you this is really tough. At the yeah. This is a, this is a tough one, Jonathan Drusic. Why are you doing that to us? Tony Baloney, go for it. I mean, to me, the obvious thing is keep all the guitars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got some cool amps and some cool pedals and things, which I guess if I'm being compensated enough, I can maybe even get better versions of those. Well, you get Dr. Z. Yeah, get a new one of those. I just go drive up to Cleveland with a with a with a trailer filled with cash and say. Z, what can you do for me? I got this big bucket of cash. <laughs> big bucket of cash burning right. a hole in my trailer. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, I, and I hate to say it because there are some really cool things electronic-wise, but it seems like electronic bits and pieces can be relatively easy replaced, easily replaced versus a guitar that you, you, know, you hold and you're... You're playing. There's a little bit more of a personal connection. There potentially, is. Potentially. I think so. I think so. So um, long story short, I'm keeping all the guitars. Sorry, Mr. Millionaire. You ain't taking the guitars. But mm. leave extra cash for the amps and the uh, pedals. That's right. And the tuners. Hmm. And the packs of strings. And, and the strings. All right. Polish. Jared. Definitely the guitars. It's an easy, yeah, easy, well, easy. No, so I've got some, I've got right some here. vintage pedals um, that do. are really cool. I've got some money wrapped up in that. I've got the the Klon. That's that'd be hard to say goodbye to. But if I mean, gosh, if you gave you millions of dollars, you could just buy all the Klons you want, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as the amps go, yeah, it's gonna be hard to say goodbye to the. You know, fancy stuff that I do have. The Fop Star would be the hardest because there's only one of those. That's right. That that would be tough. But uh, you cannot replace that one. No. But the guitars, there's too many. There's too many guitars that I would. I would just. I, I, w- I would lose my mind if I lost. Especially the ones that are you know, sentimental to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't. I don't have a guitar unless it means something to me. By the way, I don't just get it because I think it's cool. It means something. Yes. Right. So definitely guitars. Right. It means you're out several thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, money is just money, man. Money is just money. I don't care about that. Uh, Steve, how about yourself? Well, I think I'm gonna. It's gonna be unanimous, and I'm gonna go with the guitars as well. You just. What are you going to play through the amp if you have all amps? I mean, I, I have a harmonica. That that might work. I don't know if it's going to be unanimous, man. 
<laughs> we haven't talked to we haven't yeah. talked yeah. to Todd yet. And you know what he oh, likes yeah. to talk I'm about. I'm really struggling with this here. He mm. is. If you would ask, if this question would have been posed to me a, like a couple two months ago, I w- I would have said I would keep all the pedals because there's also I have a lot of pedals that people have made for me and and they're I personal. They, though they're personal they mean a lot to me I know um, but I mean I designed the guitar that I'm I, you know with Chase and that's oh, that's yeah. a very personal a very personal thing personal guitar. Yeah. and I've got I've got that's a very record cool guitar made with two of the three of the others so I gotta I have to go with the guitars yeah to, you know those Tony will, those will never those. leave my possession ever <laughs> yes and yeah and yeah. actually tony played that the other day and he's like wow chase set this thing up really yeah, nice he, he really <laughs> did take it to the next level so nice yeah hats, um, hats off to chase it is unanimous in that so okay you're right buddy it was unanimous ah. you get the, you get uh and i'm sorry i interrupted you did you have any additional thoughts that you got left out on no no you're good okay cool all right. Well, thank you, Jonathan Jurusic, for sending that in. Um, I had a great chat with him uh, this weekend. We we're just uh, catching up on a few things, and um, it's was, it was great to talk to him. Um, I, I'm so thankful for the community out there and the supporters. Whether or not you're a supporter or not, you know, regarding Patreon, it, it doesn't. That's not a, a requirement. Um, I it, connecting with everybody out there is just it's pretty fantastic. So. Uh, Tony? Yes, Todd. Speaking of thanks. Speaking of thanks. Yes. We do like to give thanks at this portion of the show. No, is that gratitude? It no, is. is that gratitude? <laughs> Thanksgiving's <laughs> over by the time people... Yes. But that's okay. But We're recording this now, just at Christmas. this point of the show, Todd. There's a special group of people that we love to thank. That's right. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be asking yourself, Todd, what is an executive producer? Huh? More importantly, how do I sign up for this gig? Huh? Very simple. Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast, and keep the podcast's coming. I know. Yeah, yeah. Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts, things like barefoot buttons and shirts and, oh, stickers and... Keychains. Keychains. Did I say keychains? Yeah, picks and all kinds picks, of stuff. All the, all the good stuff. Things yeah. and such. But there's one thing more as an executive producer. That's right. Todd, what's that? Steve, you say it, buddy. You get your name read on the thing. Oh, your name yeah. read on the thing. That's, That's what right. I'm going to do right now. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you to these executive producers. Breath in. Tom Brazen. Darren Gregory. Doug Christ. Ken Sayers. Michael Senchuk. Stefan Lamb. Anthony Lathrop. John England. John Estelle. Justin Jones, James White, Matt Hart, Bill Gola Guitars, Richard Kendall, John Jackson, Jason Rausch, Mar- Gary Cooper, Mark Garten, Elad Mazrahi, Mike D, Trevor Gunberg, Rick Calhoun, Anthony Gemalero, John Helverson, Drew Lopez, 
and Vader in Petals. Nice. Yes. But wait, there's more. We have one on the line. These are our grand poobas. These are the executive producers that have, oh, how shall we say, moved up to the upper penthouse suites. That's right. They get to wear a fez upon their head. In fact, they're required to wear a fez upon their head and they whilst will. listening to the podcast. Yes. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Mm-hmm. We just mentioned them before. Let's mention them again. Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Science of Sound, Ooh. Cody Foster, Sean S. Yes. Tom Emanasco, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys. No. Steve Keys? Who's that guy? He's on the thing. I thought I heard him on the podcast earlier. He's on the thing now. Oh, wow. All right. Tim Nowak, Tyler Rines, James Pennington, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, Johnny Morales, Mel Sanders, Bob Crouch, Sam Jett, Michio Murakishi, Martin Cliff, Hex Matos, Michael Van Zant, Brian Robison, John Daly, Ricardo Igareda. Are my eyes deceiving me? We have a new. Doth mine eyes deceive me? A new Grand Pooba. A brand spanking new as of today. Well, how about that? Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey! Wow. I remember hey. those guys. Yeah. Zach decided to uh, support. Big giant shout Thank out to you, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Well done. Yay. Awesome. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot. Well, we just did thank you, but boy, oh boy, we want to thank you a whole bunch of times. Um, we'd give you a big giant group hug if we could. Um, and also, I want to say to to builders that we've had on the show, to builders that we haven't had on the show, if you're trying to get your name out in front of everybody and you want uh, to uh, share your swaggy bits with these all these new supporters of the show, please get in contact with me and... Uh, you is know, that, is that what the kids are calling Hicks. it these days? Swaggy bits. Swaggy bits. Swaggy bits. Yeah, he's a new mumble rapper. Let's do it. I'm going to register that uh, website. Yeah, yeah anyways. Uh, send the stuff so we can get it out to the, to the good peoples. All right, uh, Steve Keys, we want to say a ginormous thank you to you for yep. Definitely. Uh, being a supporter you. And, and being on the show, man. Oh, man, it was a pleasure to be on here. You bet. What uh, and and do you have things out there that you want people to connect to you by? With? I have an Instagram page. It's not open to the public, but if you'd like to follow what I do, I usually post about skateboarding and guitar stuff. So cool. that's cool. Uh, or go. connect with another human being out there who's into guitars. Or that. Or yeah. skating. All right, uh, uh, Tony, Todd. Why don't you just head over? to pickguardian.com check out some of the wares i have for sale by and large what i do is custom work so shoot me an email let me know what you want what you're trying to do i might have a tip or two for you you never know tip or two a tip or two Mm -hmm. tip or two indeed uh jared i am currently figuring out how to give my old instagram Instagram and you just do it no give the old one to zach and then I need to start up a fresh one. So. Yeah. 
But uh, if you've got a pickup question you want to ask me, I'd love to answer it. Uh, uh, guitar knobs, social media. Yeah. Thing. Send it to us. That's right. You can send a an email, Todd at the guitarnobs.com. You can also DM me at guitar knobs. And by the way, you can go listen to my band, The Villantinos. Oh yeah, great band. On Spotify and oh, iTunes on Spotify. And, Do it. And yeah. Amazon and all the things. You can get it. You go get it. Especially it's, in the morning. You can listen to it for free. Because you know, we're not gonna make a dang penny off of that. So it gets you um, going in the morning. It's good stuff, I promise. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this ride. We got plenty more awesome guests coming up and uh, 22 is looking pretty good already. So thank you. Thank you to all of you. Have a fantastic guitar week and get ready. Get ready, Steve. Say with us. Subscribe. Subscribe. Oh. Uh, yes. Hello, Steve Keys. <laughs> hey, Todd. I don't know what that is or who that is. Housekeeping? <laughs> you want me fluff, you know? <laughs> I need a chiropractor. Oh my gosh, my neck. <laughs> ah, doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. That tastes really good. Mm. That is not mine. This is mine. Remember that song? No. Yeah, yes, no. you do. We tried now, to Why would it. I remember that song? That sounds like you a all remember it. Song. I, no, I got. I say no when it's so easy to say yes. <laughs> need some help? <laughs> Well, give me your login information. I don't the know password's how many, Kenny. <laughs> I don't know how many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kenny logins, Jared. Dad joke. You owe me a slice for that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hotel is this? <laughs> oh, it's you, Richard. Well, by the way, I'm just uh, yeah. going to say, Jared Brandon, please just accept it and don't say anything <laughs> after that. Just. Just say, what? just move on. <laughs> we gotta go all, all over the place. We gotta break real quick here. I feel like I'm taking a test, and it's just like. Wait until you oh hear the, the blooper oh, no. reels. You're, you're, Do you have good, your number man. two pencil handy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. Oh. <laughs> all right. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarnobs. Visit our website at theguitarnobs.com for all of our past episodes, Four on the Floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarnobs. Catch you next time.